and we are live. Sean Dizzle. Mikey Hizzle. What it is, man. Happy recording day. Indeed. Happy recording day. And we're doing this recording day uh, while everybody is out voting. So it's actually happy voting day. Oh, was I supposed to vote today? I didn't know with all the text messages and Facebook messages and freaking Insta posts and tweets. It's like, good God, I know it's time to like get my vote casted. Yeah. Like you think you're the first one to be telling me? Like, uh, it's five o'clock at night. You think I'm going to be on Facebook? Like, damn it. Are they open <laughs> still? I knew I was forgetting something. Nah, man, just wear your sticker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I got a sticker. Anyway, it's sticky. I had to have a little rant on that. Cause me and me and the wife were talking about that. She's like, "Oh, look!" As if we haven't heard all day, yet another Facebook post telling me I should vote. <laughs> oh yeah, Facebook stopped trying to run my life. Right. Yep. Well, they they do. That's what they do. That is what they do. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. Uh, but it's all good. I, uh... We voted this morning. I wanted to get up and be the first in line at 7 a.m., but that didn't happen. We stayed up really, really late last night uh, enjoying the fire. Oh, nice. And uh, so we uh, stayed up really late and slept in late. So I think um, I turned my alarm off. She kept hers on, and I think her alarm clock went off at 7.30, which is late for me. But uh, good enough for her. So we got out there. I don't know. I think we we ended up walking to our destination to vote. And um, yeah. Word. Well, we had a uh, yep. We had a little visitor with us last night. One of our <clears throat> best friends around here. We uh took their oldest child and he spent the night and we played games and freaking dude we played lego batman on the xbox sweet that shit's tough though man like you know it's almost designed that you gotta have adults playing it with the kid because like as an adult i was about to like throw my controller through the window because i'm just like tell me what i need to do (laughs) you know yeah. Anyway, that was a side note. But yeah, we got uh, up, went to breakfast, had some coffee, and then we uh, we went and circled in our votes. Yeah, circled them in. That's well, it exactly. Colored right. them, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> it's all good either way. Uh, so yeah, sure. So. Uh, I kind of want to talk about it and entertain it a little bit. Um, I know we talked about a couple different things to to uh, have as a topic tonight, but I think that, I don't know, I kind of want to talk about it. About- does your wife, does your wife uh, tell you everything she's voting for, who she's voting for and what proposal, which banner, whatever? Which flag she's going to raise. Well, let me answer this. But before I do, I have a rebuttal. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't lived here for a year just yet. It's coming up on okay. a year. Yeah. So, you know, I'm like, yo, who's this guy? Who's that chick? What do they believe? Why, why don't you like that person? Why do you like this person? Like, she's really sure. good at just being like, 
here's what I know and you can make your own decision. So yes, she did. You know, we talked about like, Hey, who are you voting for? But it was mostly to like, get me up to speed. Cause I found the internet to not really give me what I really needed. Strangely enough, maybe because it's a smaller town. I don't know, but yeah, but yeah, we totally talked about it. Yeah. How okay. about you? Yeah. So my wife has been like in voting mode now for a little bit of time. And, uh, sure enough, she's, she tries to keep me up to date with what every proposal says and what every, uh, millage is and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. She, uh, well, I guess like your wife, my wife works for the state. So, yep. Uh, she, all of this stuff actually impacts her and, and she probably cares a lot more than I do. Um, but you know, we have our, you know, (laughs) nice, (laughs) very cool. We have our, our differences of opinions and, and certain things politically. Uh, but we, we definitely, uh, she's more apt to share, uh, what her thoughts are and what she's what she plans on doing uh, before I do. Me, I just kind of like nod my head and say okay until I get there, and then uh, then I kind of follow my gut. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, we we have different voting people that we vote for, but we had a d- interesting conversation that I wanted to kind of bring up. Uh, we had an interesting conversation over breakfast after we voted. She, even though she's pretty sharp about this stuff, she felt a little ill-prepared when it came down to certain, uh, certain of the, uh, candidates. what should I call it? No, not really. Oh, yes, the candidates, but also, like, all the proposals that were on there. Okay. So, uh so she had an interesting, you know, conclusion that she came to. She said, well, you know, next time that well, she said next year we vote, but I, I think it'd be two years. The next time we 2020. vote. Yeah. Yeah. The next time we vote, she's like, I think I just want to do absentee. Hmm. That way. No matter how much research I do ahead of time, I can bring the ballot home. And I can do the research right there and take my time and not have to worry about, you know, feeling rushed or that I have to make a decision right away. If I just vote absentee, I'll be able to, you know, take my time, make an informed decision and then turn in my ballot and be confident about my choices. Right. That makes sense. I think it makes sense, too, man. And I think I really, you know, not only do we both Jen and I, we are like serious proponents of yeah get your lazy ass out of bed and go vote or you know vote it doesn't matter if you do absentee or whatever just make sure that you you go ahead and vote and i'm a big proponent of it even though i part of my skepticism is like yeah if you think your vote counts you're an idiot (laughs) so i i live with that dichotomy (laughs) um but i i mean i i still think that we should vote I don't really understand the whole system, the way it works. And I'll be the first one to say, dude, I just, I, I'm just not in that world. I don't really care about politics like that. Um, well, very few really are. take the time to understand. Yeah. But I, I still think it's important to go ahead and do it. And I, and I think that from here on out, she and I are going to go that route for the, for the presidential election two years ago. Um, that's what we did. No, that's what I did. I did an absentee ballot. I don't remember the reason why I did it, but I did it. And it kind of felt good not having to stand in line. Yeah. Um, you know, but I was able to bring it home. Jenna was able to look at it. I was able to look at it. And we were kind of able to debate it out a little bit. Um, but I don't know. What do you think of that? You know, just going absentee and just saying, fuck it. Fuck the line. Still doing my civic duty. I mean, I've never really thought about it, but you bring a a good point to the table. I can definitely see your logic, and I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Because you're right, there is a lot, like, to be completely honest, 
I don't always vote. Like, I just don't. Because, especially when it, like, more for local stuff I can get behind. Especially when, like, you know, you mentioned your wife works for the state. Well, so does mine. So, you know, if if I can help put the right person, or maybe not even the right person, but a person who leans more towards and is going to fight for, you know, uh, things that affect my wife and my family and, like, our livelihood, then, like, obviously I'm going to do what I can to either put that person in office or keep them there. You know what I'm saying? But bigger picture, like presidential and all that shit, like, to be honest, man, I kind of disagree with you with, like, you know, I, I feel like, and I'll, I, I hopefully I'll wrap this up in a package uh, that I was going to do anyway, but I'm going to go off on a little tangent here. <laughs> like, tangent, I feel like tangent. presidential stuff is like, you know, there's a branch of our government who it really comes down to, and it's electoral votes, and I believe it's the legislative branch, am I correct? Who, like, basically, you know, they control the states, and, you know, mm, pretty let's, much... Let's, However they lean and what they vote is what your state is. So then that state is either red or blue because of that. doesn't really matter. Like we have a popularity vote. Big fucking deal. Sure. Woohoo. Sure. Yeah. That's that kind of thing. Like, I don't know. And the other half of that is your point, which I think is a good one for local Mm. and, you know, big picture country. Like, we don't know all the stuff. We don't know the intricacies, you know. I mean, a lot of us don't. I'm one of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not in politics. I don't work government shit. Like, I, I don't policies and all this stuff and freaking coups and, you know, all this voting. And, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I didn't go to school for it. Sure. I'm not. I don't eat, sleep, and breathe all that stuff. So, like, the end of the day. Man, there's a lot of shit I don't know. So the absentee ballot would be cool because you can just do it from home, Google some stuff, find out what you want to know, and then make a better educated decision based on actual facts and like principles and beliefs and policies and ethics and all of that. And I feel like when it comes down to like, you know, voting time, it's more like, like we have it here, man. This one guy is running. I'm not going to get into names and what they're running for, but you know, they're running for a pretty big position and there's all this trash talking and bashing. And that's what the commercials are about. That's what the propaganda is about. And that's what the media sells is like, Oh, don't put this person in office. Cause they blah, 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 blah. And they're horrible and they suck and they're douchebags. So fuck them. Vote for me. I endorse it. We'll see at the polls, you know, and then the rebuttal to that on the opposite side is that person who was just a fame saying, well, fuck you because you do this and you do that. And that's not what I do. And I endorse this message. So we'll see at the polls. And it's like, sure. I don't care if you pay taxes on your toilets or not, bro. Like, what are you going to do while you're in office for our, you know, government here? Like, what can you do? You know, like, I, I don't care if you smoked weed when you're 12. Who fucking cares? Most people smoke weed now. <laughs> Can we talk about, like, what you're going to do and why you should? You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt about so it. So I, I said all that to say, and here's how I think I'm wrapping it back up with, like, your point. Uh-uh. I can totally get behind, you know, absentee ballot. I take my time, I find out the correct information, and then I have an informed decision to make. And I'm not just relying on, well, I see more of this person's signs, so a lot of people like that person, might as well check them, you know? Like, that's not... Yeah. Why Why vote if that's what you do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. Whew. I agree. That was a mouthful. How do you feel? You feel good about that? I do, man, because, like, everyone's telling you to vote and all this stuff, and it's like, yeah, I get it, but, like, dude, the stats, I mean, we were talking about this last night, I think. Uh, Excuse me. The stats, why did I say excuse me? 
I don't the stats know, not on excused. the percentage of who actually votes is kind of laughable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And again, for like big time elections and presidential stuff, like I really don't feel like it matters. And that's because there's a system set in place and that's the system we've always used and that's fine. But, like, putting all the pressure that I have to go do something, because if I don't go do something, then my person's not going to get chosen, is a bunch of bullshit. Like, it's just lie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's yeah. what I firmly believe. I, yeah. You know? And I'm not saying don't go vote. By all means, go vote. But, like, sure. don't think that because someone who doesn't vote can't talk about it or can't, like, go on the podcast and rant about it like I'm doing because it's like bro you going and checking a box and putting it through a computer or whatever the system in your city is like that didn't put Trump in office it just didn't <laughs> no it was good bolts. for the news to be like oh 60% of the state even though 40% of the whole state even came out to voted they want this person in office. Like, it's just media publicity. Blah, blah, blah. Plub. Jesus. <laughs> publicity. There we go. Publicity. Yeah. And it's money, you know? Sell ads, sell this thing, Ratings. whatever. Yeah, sure. That's my rant. Yeah, I like it. I like your rant. I really do. Uh, yeah, so, so Sean referenced the conversation we had the other day. Actually, last night, yeah? I think we talked last night yep. about the whole voting thing. Um, uh, so I, I just looked it up. Uh, it's about roughly about 60% of people of registered voters actually come out for the presidency on average. Mm -hmm. And for the midterm elections, which this is midterm voting, it's only about 40%. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's pretty low, man. 40%. That means only four out of 10 registered voters go out to vote for midterm only six out of 10 go out for now we know it's a you know a lot of times it's a popularity contest but you know when you really care about the issues I, for me i don't really care about who's in office i really don't or or care about who you know my my wife does obviously the new governor is going to be her new boss yeah right <laughs> so she really she gives a shit I, I typically don't uh, when it comes down to it because I don't believe that they're going to do what they say that they're going to do just on the track record of politicians. You know, I mean, they everybody talks a good game and, and says that, you know, they're going to do this, they're going to do that, uh, and rarely do the shit that they say that they're going to do actually gets done. Yeah. You know, it's just that simple. Um, Which, and... Because I have that same opinion, but yeah. I'm also not naive anymore to think that, like, it's probably not black and white. You know what I'm saying? Like, bigger no, picture not. president, sure, he's the president of the United States of America. We only have one. But there's, like, right. judicial, legislative, you know, the Senate, Congress, like, all these other freaking people who are, like... Oh, cool. You want to say Sundays on a Monday now and like completely rechange shit? Like, no, we're not going to pass that. So fuck you. Fuck your little <laughs> ballot thing. Like, we're not signing yes. off on that. Yes. Agreed. Come at me with something else. Like, it can totally be vetoed or changed or, you know. Yep. Everything like, it's not can. like a dictatorship, obviously. So, like, I can right. understand there's a lot of red tape and, you know, maybe the guy or woman that you voted for said they were going to do this thing. Maybe that thing that they want to do takes years and, you mm -hmm. know, needs a lot of backing that they weren't getting. I don't know. Cause again, sure. like I said at the beginning, like I don't know everything about all this. I actually probably only know probably a 10th about all of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. I, I, and I probably low, I probably low Ness, I probably know less than a tenth. So I, when it comes down to politics, it's just not my forte. <laughs> I got an A in government, but I I don't know. The teacher <laughs> likes me. Yeah. 
Can't tell uh, you a thing I learned in it, but I passed it. Yeah, I passed. You know, uh, I mean, I get it. I understand the way it works, like more than a foreigner would. Well, yeah, but that's not saying much, right? Um, there, my point is, is that there are so many backdoor deals that are made in politics that I I wouldn't be able to keep up with it. You know, I just I don't think that um, that I know it's important. I know it's important to vote. I know it's important to be informed and to try to make the best decision uh, that lines up with your ethics, with your conscience, with the things that you're passionate about and on and on and on. The the problem I have is when <laughs> the fact that we have a two-party system that dominates everything and what do you do when uh, your both choices... Both of those parties suck. Yeah, both of those parties suck and neither one of them line up with your ethics and your uh, your values. You know what I'm saying? None of them line up with what you believe in. Uh, and then you're you're forced still between these two parties, and they say that hey, if you vote anything other than these two parties, you're basically throwing away a vote. And you might as well had not voted at all. Yeah, I'm of the opinion that that's not true. I think that if you vote for a third or fourth party, uh, outside of the two dominant Republican and Democrat, uh, I I I don't have a problem with you doing that. I I think that we'll never be free of a two-party system unless people start voting third party, and it's got to start somewhere. Um, and 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 for me, it, it just you know I I'm a strong proponent of going out and vote, but I, I really I really hope that people uh, in this midterm election, I I hope that they voted their values and voted their conscience and and didn't settle for you know the two-party system just because it's you know they're dominant you know dominance doesn't always mean it's right yeah i I don't know if i got to that in the right way but that's kind of where i wanted to go well i know what you're saying yeah and again, man, when it comes down to voting, it's like, oh, on on some levels, I just really don't know that it matters. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, so you feel the same way I do. I mean, it's sometimes it, I, I mean, you know that you got to do it. Like, it's it's definitely something that needs to be done. Because if everybody felt the way that you did and didn't vote, then nothing would ever happen. Right? Well, yeah, and I feel like it would give, because, I mean, quite honestly, man, power, fame, money, it rules the world, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a ton of shit that goes on we'll never know about, and call me conspiracy theory right now, which is on the flip side, but, like, you know, some of these TV shows and movies, like, yeah, it's entertainment, I get that, but, like... Some of this has to be going on in very different ways, albeit, but some of it has to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't tell me that every person out there in government and who's a politician is this squeaky clean person who can't be bribed and doesn't have dirt and, you know what I'm saying, didn't crawl through yeah. nasty shit to get where they are and now they owe tons of people favors so, like, they can't do what they're promising because... They got to please the people that got him there. Like, it's just how life is, you know? And But that's a huge turnoff for me. And I know that's a huge turnoff for a lot of people. You know, when, when I turned 18 and I was able to vote for the first time, I was so excited, right? Oh, I yeah, had, me too. I had older people telling me, like, dude, what are you so excited for? You actually think that your vote's going to count? Like, I, I, I remember people literally telling me that. And me just kind of like, because I mean, I was, I turned 18 in July and November was coming up, you know, uh, it was time to vote and I was ready. I just knew exactly what I was going to do. And at the time I was like, you know what, 
I was completely going against the grain. As a black man, I was like, you know what? Let me give these Republicans a chance. Yeah. And I did. You know, I was trying. I was trying to learn. Like, why is it that only blacks go Democrats and only whites go Republican? I had a I had a problem with it. I didn't know what you know what was right. You know, as years went on, it's like, okay, let me check out this Libertarian Party. What is this uh, Taxpayers Party? What What do these people do? We've got all these other, you know, people that run under these different umbrellas. What's unique about them? What's interesting about them? And And, and from what I found, a lot of times, those special interest groups aren't going after those other parties. You know, and and these two main parties are having to pay back so much money to to big pharma and to agriculture and to you know all these different systems. Uh, big oil companies are they're having to pay back all these people all this money and they're pushing and promoting uh, policies and things that will allow. Those people that gave them money so that they can run successfully, they have to pay them back. And the way they pay them back is giving them good government contracts to be able to do different things. And they, that, you know, somebody might be listening to this and saying, yeah, that's all conspiracy theory shit. Uh, but honestly, it, it just makes sense to me. Yeah. <clears throat> you know? Well, too, I think, you know, growing up, we're we're usually indoctrinated into who to vote for that way, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially with this whole two party majority thing. I mean, I I grew up, you know, white Christian, like super Christian family, and it was always Republican all the way. Didn't matter anything. Just can't have Democrats because they're liberal and yeah, you know, they this and that, and it's like. You know, when I was first, kind of like you, like, you know, 18, I could finally vote. Woohoo, let's vote for Clinton or Bush. Who's it going to be? Well, who's a Republican? Hell yeah, Republicans all the way, because they're pro-life, and they're, you know, it's all this stuff, and it's like, the older I got, it's like, oh man, it's really not that black and white, is it? Like, (laughs) Like, let's right. take a look at, you know, there's a lot of Democratic stuff out there I'm totally for, you know? like Sure. And, uh, I mean, I think we all are kind of obviously raised up in a a certain voting, uh, I don't know, mentality or ritual maybe even. Sure. And, yeah, I just, I mean, even, like, I was talking to my mom a couple of weeks ago, and she's like, Midterms are coming up, son. You got to get out there. Vote Republican all the way. Can't have these Democrats in there. And I'm like, (laughs) so yeah, how's the weather Uh, there, mom? Because I just don't even want to talk about it because I don't agree with that anymore. You know, like, I feel like that's a very narrow mindset. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I love my mom. And, you know, she has the right to think what she wants and vote how she wants. I'm not saying anything like that. But as for me. I don't want to be that narrow-minded, man. Yeah. And that's how, you know, that's what I feel like it is. And even if, you know, it's like, oh, Democrat all the way, like, can't have them Republicans in there. It's like, well, why can't we, like, I don't know. I'm probably going to get off subject and go talk about (laughs) shit I have no idea about. But, like, why can't we, you know, why can't there be some middle ground? Uh, You know? It's like, I, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I, I get it. You know, I there's and so much on the culture flip side that, of that totally cutting you off. But maybe that is happening right. in ways because you know, again, it's not like a dictatorship or an authoritative thing. I mean, there there's checks sure. and balances. Like, I think that's one of the best things about America is it's like, hey, you think society wants to do this? Well, let's talk to each representative in the state who is hopefully talking to the people in said states and like, let's come to an agreement. And if we don't like that agreement, we're going to veto it or maybe we'll amend it 
or, you know, we'll figure out what works like as a whole. And I think that is pretty cool. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff is important, right? I mean, you, you would hope that the, uh, state representatives or, or the, uh, you know, you know, the people that represent different districts, uh, within a state or cities or councils or not councils, cities or counties is what I meant to say, uh, in certain states would represent the people. It doesn't always happen, unfortunately. And it, and it causes people to be quite jaded uh, when it comes down to their voting. And I, and all I'm saying is that I completely get it and it's affected me as well. Uh, but yet I still vote. And I think it's important that you still get out there and you, you do your, your job and, and helping to vote. I mean, even if you end up disagreeing with your spouse or disagreeing with friends or whatever the case may be, I think it's important to go out there and still, you know, let your voice be heard. Even though that's debatable, I get that that's debatable that your voice is actually being heard, but you can still go out there and try to get, let your voice be heard. I, I just, I'm telling you, dude, I live with such a dichotomy. When it comes down to this, you know, voting thing. But I always go out and vote. And I hope, you know, by the time people are listening to this podcast, they're saying, yeah, I'm glad I went out and voted too. Whether the person that they wanted to become governor of their state gets it or not. You know, whether or not, like for our state, <laughs> Marijuana was on a ballot. It was proposal number one. You know, should it be legal for recreational use? I tell you what, marijuana has taken Colorado from a deficit to a surplus, uh, from the red to the black, and it's uh, becoming very, very speedily becoming one of the richest states in the union just because of them legalizing recreational use, but then deciding to tax it and take the money from it and run. Yeah. You know, I, there's just so many things. I think it's things. only a matter of time with the marijuana thing, man. It's going to be just like alcohol in the very near future. Yeah, I would argue tax that, that it's more... Shit and yeah. there you go. I would argue that it's less dangerous than alcohol. They've They've... Outlawed, if you think about it, just think about it logically, they've outlawed alcohol once before, right? Prohibition, baby. It's, it's called prohibition. And what happened? They found another way to get it, right? And so in Michigan, where I live, in Detroit specifically, uh, they were running booze from Canada to Detroit every night. Going over Lake St. Clair. I mean, St. Clair Shores, a city just north of Detroit, is one of the cities that has a lot of those houses uh, right along the, the shoreline uh, have boat houses to them. And what they would do is they would come right across uh, from Canada to, to St. Clair Shores. And, you know, they would go right into the boathouse, unload the booze. They would take it through tunnels from house to house and get the get the booze to the bars, you know, or these little underground nightclubs called speakeasies. Speakeasies. What more? Uh, you've got more fatalities from alcohol now that it's legal. You've got more fatalities from alcohol than anything else. Any other drug. So definitely more than uh, marijuana. I don't know of any reports of uh, people dying from marijuana. I don't know anybody in my family who has died from marijuana, but I have plenty of people that have died in my family from alcohol abuse. So, you know, stuff like that. Yep. And so, while we're on the subject, I really don't want to be on this subject, but I guess <laughs> I brought it up. That's kind of why I'm being a little quiet, because, I mean, I guess we could get into it, but... <sighs> Well, why wait for another episode? Let's just dig a hole. All right. So, wife and I were having a conversation, and I think she was a little leery about the whole marijuana thing. And, and, and I, you know, I've got my reservations as well. 
but just trying to look at this logically, there's a lot of people, especially black people, that are locked up in in in, in prison doing you know super long sentences because of the war on drugs and marijuana being a big part of that. It wasn't just heroin or coke, but marijuana was a big part of that. And and, and you know people that have gone to prison for 10, 15 years for having uh, an ounce of, of weed on them that doesn't kill anybody. And, and frankly, this, this wondrous plant is, uh, is proving to be a, an assistant, of, a, a healthy assistant to many people with pain, uh, getting people off of pain medications, helping people with uh, cerebral palsy and people that are having night terrors and people that are having epilepsy issues, people that are having neuropathy issues are like taking a, you know, taking a gummy bear or, or taking a dab of some 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 oil and they are actually having relief from their symptoms. And you had people that were selling it on the street doing 15 years. And so we had a conversation today and we we're like, you know, uh, why would you vote for that? Why, why, you know, wife and I were just debating this out and, and it wasn't hostile or anything. It was just, you know, interesting. You know, she's like, you got people. She's the one that actually brought it up that, hey, you got all these all these people that are serving these super long sentences for for marijuana. Why would we uh, why would we legalize it? And I said, how about you just reverse your statement and just say, hey, go ahead and legalize it. It's already legal for medical purposes in the state of Michigan. Yeah. Why not go ahead and make it legal for uh, personal use? And then maybe we can build a case to minimize or even eliminate the issues of people going to prison for it. Just a thought. How about we get a lighter sentence for those who are serving 25 years for having weed on them now that we legalize it and we actually see medically and scientifically that it's not as bad as the government has painted it to be. Maybe these guys aren't deserving of 10, 15, 25 years in prison because they got found with an ounce of, uh, of marijuana in the backseat of the car. Just a thought. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree, man. I, I honestly, <laughs> I just don't understand the big deal, I guess. Cause like, you know, alcohol isn't illegal past a certain age. And there's restrictions, and there's, you know, hey, don't drink and drive, and you can get a DUI, because you can yep. harm people, and that's a thing. But, like, yeah, I just don't understand why we can't do that with marijuana. And I know, like, I've talked to people, and they're like, well, could you imagine, you know, legalizing it, and then all these kids and all these, you know, people are going to just have readily accessible, you know, friggin' options to get high and it's like that's <laughs> like already do right now for alcohol like i don't understand it's not like oh my god if we do this thing like weed's gonna be an issue weed is an issue if that's your issue and the people who sure. are gonna smoke weed and try weed are gonna fucking do it you better and believe the it. people who aren't aren't you know what i'm saying just like the people who are gonna freaking illegally drink at a young age, they're going to find a way. So right. why not make it a little harder and have a consequence, you know, for like, hey, it's cool for adults, but, you know, at this age, it's not. And if you're found with it, there'll be repercussions. But if you're past this age, cool. You know, maybe you don't have like a freaking marijuana plant in your five acre yard, but like, Sure, have some weed. Do your thing. Don't kill anybody. But if you do, yeah. 
we're going to have repercussions for that. I, I just don't understand, you know. And I'm not yeah. even a weed smoker. I don't like it. I hate the smell of it. Like, yeah. I've only done it once, and it was a horrible night, and I'll never touch it again. And it's just my preference. I just... Sure. It's not my thing. So I'm not going to do it. So if you legalize it, I'm not going to be like, oh, yes, let's go get some weed now. You know, like, I, I just... I don't know. Right. And maybe, I mean, I could be wrong, I guess, but I don't think I am because to me, it's just like alcohol or cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you get high and you have the munchies and you're disoriented. Fucking kids are doing that. And they're also snorting Coke and sleeping around and taking Molly and getting drunk and driving Mm -hmm. and like stealing music. I mean, it's what people do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So no doubt about it. Let's legalize it. Let's tax the shit out of it, and let's do what Colorado did. Do what Michigan's doing. Do what California either is or is not doing. I feel like they keep going back and forth, but maybe that's because I'm outdated with my knowledge. But like a little bit. Let's just let it's it legal now. California. Let it happen, and enforce certain things, just like you've done with cigarettes. And tobacco in general, and you know, freaking gasoline and lighter fluid. And dude, like, miners can't buy spray paint anymore. Like, if people want to get high, nothing. go buy some Elmer's glue. Yep. That's it's that it's called, simple. <laughs> it's called huffing. They don't want them huffing anymore. H U F F I N G. I read about that years ago. Huffing. And honestly, pe- people were dying from that aerosol cans yeah it's weird i I don't know freaks me out personally i would never want to do it sure but anyway i think the real issue is it comes down to the home and like you know like teach your kid how to be a decent human being and how not to be an asshole Yep. And I don't have kids, okay? So maybe I should preface what I'm saying before I say it. I don't have kids. You're, you're still telling the truth, bro. So but go for it. I've had tons of people who I love and are friends and still do that have kids. And here's my perspective. If you teach a kid a certain thing, how to behave and what not to do, and there's repercussions when things happen... The kid's not going to stray too, too far from that on a massive scale. You know what I'm saying? Sure. There's the hellion who's like, fuck you, fuck the police, fuck everything. I'm an asshole and I love it. I'm going to punch everyone I see today just because I fucking want to. Those people (laughs) murdered. Yeah, cool. Get it. Okay. But on the grand scale, I feel like if you're really, you know, paying attention to your kid's life at home and you're impacting them and you're a part of their life, I feel like that is the bigger issue than like, oh, we shouldn't legalize weed and we shouldn't legalize legalize uh, cigarettes or tobacco or drinking or, you know, freaking... I don't want my 15-year-old to go into Walmart and be able to buy spray paint because they might go huff. Well, like... What's that say about you as a parent? Yeah, you're uninvolved, disengaged. And again, I probably can't say that because I don't have kids. And I'm I'm like, you know, I understand that. But I don't understand why certain things are such a big issue as like a precautionary thing when like shit's happening anyway. And I guarantee you, you tell a kid not to fucking touch that. What are they going to go do? touch they're gonna touch and squeeze and lick and suck and eat and chew and they're gonna, you know what i'm saying like it's what okay wait do. wait 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 this is perfect perfect timing to insert this so you you ever watched the movie devil's advocate uh maybe i don't know. please say yes al, al pacino keanu reeves it's one of my favorite movies of all time especially from a spiritual standpoint to be able to to you know really uh dig deep into people's desires and and what motivates people to do different things whether it's good or evil 
it's the motivation of mankind. So you got Al Pacino, and he's enticing Keanu Reeves, and he wants him to, to uh, you know, come over to the dark side, if you will. I don't know why I went Star Wars there, but you get what I'm saying. But Al Pacino starts talking about why he's so irritated with God and all of his rules, and he's like, the big man upstairs, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he's like... He's like, the rules, they're all meant to be broken. He says, look, but don't touch. Touch, but don't taste. Taste, but don't swallow. (laughs) You know, it's just all of these different rules and all of this different shit. I, I, I think, honestly, though, at the end of the day, to your point, if your kids are getting high and getting drunk, then maybe you're just not as involved as a parent as you should be. You you feel like you can't say it because you don't have a kid. I have a kid. I don't have a problem saying it. I'm going to say it. If your kid is getting drunk and getting high, then you're not a, as involved as a parent as you should be. You should just be a little bit more involved. Well, I'm glad you said I, it. Well, I don't have no problem saying it. I, I mean, not only am I a parent, but I've got plenty of friends whose kids have gotten high and gotten drunk, and they have said it themselves. That, yeah, you know what? Maybe I need to be around a little bit more. Maybe I need to take a little bit more care, you know, be a little bit more involved with my kid and, and what they're doing and find out what they're feeling and what they're thinking. And, and maybe because the fact is, is that the kid is doing it to a majority of the time. The kid is doing it to escape from something. What are they escaping from? You know, why? What are they getting from the crowd that's influencing them to do these things that you're not giving them as a as a family? Well, can I take it a step further? Please do. With my hypothetical child. Yeah. <laughs> but like. <clears throat> Yeah. Even even you know your point of like what are they not getting so they have to go get high. You know, I think for adolescents and minors it's it's more curiosity, you know, and it's the sure. Ooh, you told me not to do that. So that's exactly what I want to do because I want to know why you told me not to. There must be something fun or dangerous. Like that's alluring, you know. Of course. And a little insert that's the same fucking thing that Adam and Eve did with the damn yes. trees. Okay? So, like, Let's everyone go. has that shit in them. Boom. Let's Set it. Go. Mint it. Think about that for a week and give us a review because I want to hear your thoughts. Back to my I, I, point. I, uh, wait, 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 wait. I have a thought. That was just satisfyingly deep. Boom. <laughs> so deep exactly what I was thinking and where I was about to go. We're on the same page. Bro, seriously. It's true. God said, look, you can go ahead you can eat from every single tree in this garden. Like everything else. Literally anything you want. Except for the one that's in the center. Just this one thing. Except for that one tree. I just don't want you to touch the one tree. That's it. Just one. You can get uh, you've got the fruit of all the rest, except for this one. This one is special. This one right here, it contains the knowledge of good and evil. I, I just don't want you to touch this one. I want you to just stay good. I don't want you to know about the, you know, this other part of the other side of it. You don't need it. You're perfect just the way you are. You don't need this tree, but this tree has to exist. There has to be a choice. That way that your freedom is amplified. I'm amplifying your freedom by allowing you a choice to touch the thing that I'm asking you not to touch. Damn. You just went there, bro. We both went there. I'm going to let you know how much I love you. I love you so much that I'm going to give you freedom. And I'm just going to I'm just going to 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 make I'm going to make your freedom so extreme, but it's just going to be the smallest of detail. You can do whatever you want to do. 
I've got you. You've got free reign of everything here, except for this one thing that I'm asking you not to touch. This one thing, it's mine. And I want to keep this just to myself. You can have everything else except for this one thing. I'm giving you everything. All of this is actually mine. I'm giving you access to 99% of everything that I've created here. Just the 1%, I just want you to leave it alone. Can you do that for me? All right? And what do they do? They go, they get tempted, they do it. Hence, here we are today. And furthermore, I got it right here, Genesis 2.17. But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. Obviously, this is KJV, which I don't like, but I'm doing it on the fly, so suck it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. It's not like, hey, don't do that because I kind of don't want you to. It's like, no, you can have all of this shit. Just don't have that shit because it will kill you. I'm telling you this to protect you. But I'm also giving you free will. Which, you know. Does that say anything about the character of God? I don't know. That's for another Yes, it does. Yes, it does, though. That is what people should be saying to their kids. Hey, listen, bro, broette, don't go smoke weed. It leads to other things. It kills brain cells. You're going to get fat because you're going to want to eat a lot. Like, there's really nothing good, so just don't even do it. What do we want to (laughs) do? Let's try some of that weed now. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's it. Or whatever it is. The, Alcohol, cigarettes. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But the thing that you make forbidden is the thing that we want to do. It's part of our nature. We want to discover the thing that you're telling us stay away from. Look but don't touch. Touch but don't taste. Taste but don't swallow. That's what she said. <laughs> Oh. <clears throat> well, I'm glad we got satisfyingly deep. And my quick little insert turned into like a five-minute ordeal, which is awesome. But I love it. to get back to my point from earlier. Yeah, what was your point? Like, and again, I don't have kids. But <clears throat> couldn't parents or shouldn't parents, or I could say, let me just put it this way. If I was a parent, I think I would want to take more of an approach of, Hey, listen, at some point you're going to want to like drink with your friends. It's probably just going to happen for definite. Okay. So like, why don't, why don't like, I mean, you probably wouldn't say this to your kid, but you'd probably just do it. But like, you know, have a drink with your kid. Be like, Hey, you know that I'm drinking, right? And I'm teaching you how to respect this beverage because you can push it. And it's going to suck. It's going to suck real bad. You're going to have a hangover. You're going to throw up. You're going to do stupid shit you don't remember. It's not fun. Like, people who say that being drunk is fun, I'm just not one of those, so I don't get it. But that, to me, is not fun. I want to be in control. I want to remember what I do and say. (laughs) And I don't want to hurt the next day. So, I don't get drunk. So, why can't I show my kid as a parent and a human, like an adult, Hey, respect this thing, you know? And like, who was it? Paul says like, you know, uh, we're permitted to do anything, but basically there needs to be like boundaries. What I'm horribly butchering this scripture, but you know what I'm talking about? Like, um, help me out here. Uh, in Romans chapter seven, <laughs> Paul says, uh, "Actually, actually, no, it's not uh, Romans chapter seven. One verse that pops in my mind is is the one where he says that all things are lawful, but but not all things are expedient. In other words, you know, you can do just about anything. Uh, I think that's in Romans chapter fourteen, where he's talking about uh, things that are unlawful." Uh, that we actually, that some people do, but there are things that are not according to the law, but we still do them, but they offend other people. 
I think the one that you're talking about, though, is in yeah, Romans not... chapter 7. Jesus, even so. Google is saying to go vote. They removed the Google logo, and it says go vote. I mean... <laughs> 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 I feel like when I go and take a dump, my toilet paper is going to have, did you vote today on it? Like, <laughs> The scripture I'm talking about is like, you know... Oh, what is the, the freaking word? It's what, like, what'd you say? The thing that I want to do, no, I don't do, but the no, thing no, that no. I don't want to do, I do. Basically, like, because that's Romans chapter seven. Like, I like uh, fries from McDonald's. There's nothing yeah. wrong with going and having a fry a couple times a week from McDonald's. But if I'm doing it every single day, twice a day, I'm going to get fat, and that's irresponsible. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's okay to do this thing, but you need to have boundaries kind of but it's not it's not the word okay. there's a certain word that really like encompasses what i'm saying and i feel like an so, idiot because i can't get it to come oh, out okay no no so so that goes to the first thing that i said though that all things are lawful but or, or some things are lawful but but probably not expedient and 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 that's what paul was saying in first corinthians chapter six <sighs> He, he was saying that, look, there's no law against eating French fries. But it doesn't mean that it's good for you. There's no law against, you know, drinking. There's no law against drinking, right? But it doesn't mean that it's good for you or that it will be good for you if in, in excess, okay? The fact being that, look, in the Jewish culture, as soon as you become of age, you're bat mitzvah. You're drinking wine, right? It's not taboo. Yeah. In the Greek culture. In the Greek culture. I feel like a lot of cultures, youngsters drink. Other, other than American culture? Yeah, absolutely. You, you give your kids something just to let them know that it's not taboo. Obviously, I'm not advocating it. I'm not giving my son anything to drink. And uh, and I'm sure you're not going to give your kid any alcohol either. Uh, but that being said... When I was a kid, it was not uncommon for, as a baby being te- uh, going through teething, that the grandmother would put a little bit of bourbon on the teeth. Yeah. On the spot. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, the, the fact is, is that cultures change. The timing changes. And, and though stuff might be, it, it might not be unlawful, it doesn't mean that it's the best thing for you. But it doesn't mean it's the worst thing for you either. And I think that that's okay. And I kind of think that's where you were going, but... Well, I found it right here. <clears throat> First Corinthians okay. 10, 23. Uh, okay. The New Living Translation says, You say I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. You say I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is beneficial. And I believe that was the word. That I could not yeah. find was beneficial. <clears throat> beneficial. Yeah. Anyway, my whole point is what you just said and i you know i feel i'm not saying like go get drunk with your kids but what i am saying is you know teach them how to respect things and teach them that verse sure you can go get high is it going to benefit you i tell me one way that it's going to benefit you're going to have fun like you know just have a dialogue have a conversation like Sure. Don't let them find out stuff just from people at school or from, you know, funny TV shows that idealize a lot, you know the word, like everything and drugs and sure. sex and violence and <clears throat> dog fighting sure. or whatever the case may be. At the time. <laughs> dog fighting. Uh, <laughs> yes. The best example ever. Dog fighting. Good <laughs> like, job. Like whatever awesome. it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like yeah. that's the bigger issue. <clears throat> and if more people or everyone was doing that i don't think it would be like oh should we legalize pot or no no we shouldn't yes we should it'd be like no i don't care fuck it that doesn't mean me and my family's gonna do it right you know yeah and again no what do i know yeah regardless of the culture there's always you know individuals who either uh, who, who choose not to comply with the culture and just because a culture says that it's right doesn't mean that it's right. 
it goes right along with both scriptures that we were both citing. Like, it, it, it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. What's right to you is the most important thing. Obviously, uh, talking well, and- in context of things that there's no law against, right? That, that's what we're saying. In, in context. I'm not saying, hey, murder feels good to you. Go ahead and kill some folk. Well, yeah, and you even... Know, I, I'm, you know, I'm obviously not like, saying that, but... I feel like you don't even have to clarify that, because that's kind of a given. But even further than that, as people who study Jesus and his word and try to mirror their lives and live closely to that as possible, you know, I feel like the same thing goes. Like, kind of what you said, but in a Christian way, you know? Yeah. Does that make sense? I know. No, totally does. Totally does. Yeah. This has turned out to be a good episode. I think so, too, and there's a whole lot to it. But, you know what, let's wrap it up because we, we got we got a couple shout-outs to give, don't we? Yeah, we do. What, what? All right. <clears throat> well, we've been saying it. If you leave us a review on iTunes or pretty much anywhere you listen to the podcast where you're listening now, uh, we'll give you a shout out. So we've had a few come in, um, and we're going to do just that. So, um, the most recent one, five stars on iTunes, big shout out to mama bug. You know who you is girl. Yeah. I'm assuming you're a mama. So no, but that's cool. She gave us, uh, some cool words and also i really appreciate at the end she put in like brackets Burp. b-u-u-u-u-u-r-p <laughs> burp. apparently we burp a lot i don't know i don't think we do but you know hey whatever it's easter own everybody has an opinion nah it's cool if you read her you can find her review on itunes and it's totally in uh in good form that she's saying it sure I'll let you give the other one because you oh, know it her. was my wife because <laughs> it was my wife. My wife gave the first. Uh, my wife gave the first uh, shout out to us and five star review, uh, five star plus uh, written review. So uh, very kind. Thank you, baby. Jenna with a G. One, so. Jenna with a G, not with a J. So yeah. By the way, the funny thing is, it's like uh, I'll order something on Starbucks and on the Starbucks app and, and they'll send, uh, you know, uh, I'll go and get my holy shit. All right. Let me start over. Yeah. You, you've already lost me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll order something on a Starbucks app, which is in Jenna's name on her email with a G. And I'll go early in it'll be like six thirty in the morning. I'll go pick up my coffee, and it'll say Jenna with a J, even though the app has our name with a G. It's the weirdest thing. Starbucks baristas be getting it wrong. I'm telling you, man, it's because fucking coffee is not a craft. Well, we already talked about that, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I just tried to jab you. In the spirits, though, of reviews and all that, I've been checking out some of our stats, and I kind of want to share a few, because I kind of want to just give, like, an overall shout-out to, like, areas, I guess. I don't know if that's cool or not, but I'm going to do it, so. But, um, we have some, like, like, we're kind of a big deal, because we're pretty (laughs) much worldwide. (laughs) That's freaking awesome. Worldwide. So we've got, obviously, the United States, uh, we have our biggest listenership. But I also thought it was interesting that we're holding it down in uh, Amsterdam, bro. Freaking Netherlands. Really? No yeah. way. They're number two. So shout out to you guys in New Amster- or, uh, in Amsterdam. Not New Amsterdam, just the New Amsterdam one. is a vodka, by the way. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see. Uh, and then obviously Canada. They're they're holding us down too, which I thought's pretty cool. So I don't know cool. what that's all about, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if you're not from Canada, but 
Don't you know it's a boot. It's a boot. It's a boat to love. And then, uh, let's see, top cities. I don't know who, listen, if you're in Marion and you're listening to this podcast, you got to hit us up. You got to let us know who you are because you've been listening over a hundred times and that's, that's crazy. We don't even have a hundred episodes. So Marion, Illinois, whoever you are holding it down and so ill hit us up, man, man, they, they, they got our podcast on repeat. If they I mean, listen a hundred yeah. times, either that or they're, they're Ugh. letting us know about other, you know, like, yo, Marion friend, listen to this. Either way, it's cool. Uh, and then just yeah. super quick, we got Minneapolis, Minnesota. What, what? My boy, Matt. Shy uh, town You know what I'm saying? We see you. Uh, Mountain View, California. I don't know where that is, but it sounds beautiful. <laughs> it sounds tasty. It sounds amazing. It sounds. We yeah, got Atlanta. We got St. Paul, Springfield, Illinois. L.A., San Jose, St. Louis. Uh, we got Dallas, Texas up in here. Shoutouts all day long. Yeah. Wow. For real. And you know what? Like, wherever you be at, wherever you be listening, however you be listening, thanks for the listen. That's all we're saying. Thank you very much. We, we love you a long time. Appreciate it. For sure. But if you do want to leave us a review, Michael, where can they do that? You can go to, I don't know, where do they go to leave a review? Apple iTunes. Wherever you're listening, actually, to this podcast right now, why don't you give us a thumbs up or a like or whatever it is that they do on either Apple iTunes or SoundCloud or what's the other one? Google Podcasts. Yeah. It's a Google Podcasts. That's, that's right. Joining the ranks of the podcast. Uh, it's a growing audience. So, but uh, more than anything, if you just go to unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com, you can get in contact with us there. And all of our links are there on the website. Hit us up. Let us know how you like what we're doing. If there's something that you'd like us to rap about, and uh, we'll check it out. So, for show. Yeah. All right, brother. I'm so glad that you voted today. I'm glad you voted. I'm glad I voted too. And um and and hopefully at the end of this election, once everything is over, both of our wives are happy about their new bosses. Yes. Since both of them work for the state and um which is funny. We've got this podcast together. Both of our wives work, work for the state, and both of them are getting new bosses at the same time. Word. Hey, right, man. Let's get out of here. I got to pee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Peace. Right. Peace. Peace.